I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screamer and Jim Reed and Robin Lavasser, and we're doing a Be Your Best podcast for realtors. And what we're talking about today is unique selling propositions. So this is kind of one of those buzzwords where I think for me personally, I didn't really understand it for my first 10 or so years in business. And um, the, I, the basic idea is stand for something or you'll stand for nothing. So give an example. Uh, Tesla doesn't build gas cars. Tesla is like, hey, we build a really nice electric car. It looks good. It's got super cool computer inside it. And it's faster than a Ferrari. But we only build electric. And uh, that's a very you know simple example. And as simple as it is, it can be very confusing if we don't know what our unique selling proposition is. And we don't we don't live that unique selling proposition all the time. Um, a unique selling proposition is not I work hard. It is not I give good customer service. You're supposed to do that, right? Yeah. Unique selling position selling proposition is is one layer deeper than that, and it's it it describes a lot of how you act and how you behave, and therefore you become known for that. So. Jimmy, give us some some insight into unique selling proposition because this is one of your better skills. Uh, well, that's cool because I, I, I something I work on all the time, so I'm not sure if it is one of my best skills. So a value proposition is like some people call it an elevator speech, right? Um, a value proposition is is a sales tool that in a short in a, it summarizes why it answers the question and it summarizes why people should choose you. What and so like when I when I work with uh, salespeople in all industries honestly, and I talk about you know why should people use you, I it's it's embarrassing. Their answers are, honestly are embarrassing. Like they um, I'll give you like a super entry level uh, 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 example. Like we're working with you know when you're collecting cl- documents from a, a client whether you're in real estate or lending, like when you're, when you're collecting the disclosures to be signed as a realtor um, or, or in our industry, if you're collecting documents for a loan and I ask the people who are in that job, you know, why, 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 why do you got to have these so fast? Their answer, Todd, is always what's in it for them. So in other words, they tell the client why they got to collect the document or why they got to have the disclosures signed because of what's in it for themselves. Right? Like, well, I got to get this stuff because then I got to send it to this person. Then I got to get to the escrow company. And then if I don't get it by then, then they're going to, they're going to be mad and then they're going to do this and then they're going to do that. That's literally what I would say, man, I think it's like seven or eight out of 10. That's their initial response. And I'm just saying that a unique value proposition is just flipping it as simple as this sounds to what's in it for the client. So what's in it for the client, how it affects them and what they'll get out of it, what they will get out of it. That makes sense, Robin, because I can see your little wheels turning up there. (laughs) um, So what I wrote down is what like a value proposition. I'm going to give you like a simple one. 
So if I'm a loan officer and I'm meeting with a realtor and they're like, hey, Jim, why should I why should I refer you? So I'm like, hey, I'm glad you asked. The biggest reason why you should refer me is because I have a process where I stay in touch with your clients two times a week during escrow. And in the last six months, because of that process, I have referred 10 closed transactions back to the agents who referred me those clients. And in our market, an average escrow commission is 15000 So because of my twice a week updates, I have created $150,000 in commissions for the realtors I choose to work with. Can we meet? Yes. That's like a home yeah. run, dude, and people don't get it. So what totally. I did was told them how it affected them. I told them my results, and then I quantified it in earnings. And so then they can go, uh, okay, yeah, I'll make me more money. That's why I go to work. Like, I think we all go to work. I oversimplify this, but I think it's real for most of us. Yes, my ego needs to get stroked. But I go to work to make a lot of money to go home and hang out with my family. Like when I think about the guys I want to hang out with in the whole planet, the two guys I want to hang out with the most are Nick and Dylan. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I summarize things really fast, but that's a value proposition. It's an elevator speech that explains how you how, how being in relationship with me will be positive for them and making it quantifiable. That's what everybody misses. Yeah, uh, Jim, I'll, just a comment on that, and then I want Robin to, to chime in. I've got a new sales coach that I hired a couple months ago, and I will tell you the number one thing that he drills into my head is only ever, 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 ever talk about what's in it for them. Whether it's, Whether my client is people on this podcast or a borrower or an employee uh, or a big account, like what is in it for them? That's it. Never. It's never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever about you. Totally. And that even for me, it's kind of a uh, hard pill to swallow. Like it's challenging. Okay. It's very like, challenging. It's very challenging. It's, yeah. it's almost the opposite of how we want to act. So, Robin, what's your spin on, on USBs? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think a couple things. One, I think that people do what Jim talked about right at the beginning constantly, and that is give a USP that really has zero uniqueness. You know, I always say that my husband doesn't get credit for coming home every night or, um, you know, remembering my birthday. Like those are basics. So there's no gold stars there. And I think that sometimes we say things like, hey, you're a... Uh, um, you boys like that, huh? So yeah. I, I think that you want gold stars for it. You don't get them, just so you know. Um, but I, I think that you know, we, we do think. I think that people come in and say, and I watch it. You know, new loan officers do this, but agents do it. I'm responsive. What's that actually even mean? Like answering your phone and communicating is a basic, right? But is there really teeth to it? And the answer is no, because what happens when five other people show up and what do they say they really are? Responsive. Everyone says they're responsive. I communicate well. Okay. You know, Jim, you add the teeth because he added the, what does that responsiveness get me? right? Get you, excuse me, what does it get to you, right? What does that mean for your business? I think that realtors can often be afraid 
and and I say this not um, in a condescending way because we are all lenders. So I know it kind of seems cliche, but the truth is realtors can be afraid just like lenders can of giving a unique selling proposition out of fear that they can't get the results that they commit to. And so I think oh. it has to be measurable. Yeah, you're saying they don't to want to be... make a promise because then they might let the client down. You're exactly right. Like if you were to say to people, um, uh, what's a, as a realtor, I'm thinking from a realtor standpoint, um, I'll net you more money than another agent. Oh, it's like to a listing, you're like, hey, here, you know, I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll make you, I promise I'll make you more money than if you choose somebody else. They don't want uh-huh. to say that because then they're held accountable to it. Yeah, 100%. And I think that there's fear around giving teeth because teeth comes with some accountability, right? It's Mm -hmm. something that is a little more measured. And so I think you have to be conscientious of what you're committing to. And it's it's like us saying, I guarantee you that you'll get the lowest rate ever. Oh, good Lord. Don't say that. Well, that sounds really great, but we all know that that's, we wouldn't feel good about delivering that message every day because that's not true. It's simply not true. Committing to getting the most money period of any agent out there for your home, it's not true, which is why people struggle with those things. So instead, something really attainable. Jim can say, hey, here was the results of what I just did. Here was that. Here's the income basically from that. And, and, and this is there's proof to back that up. And so how does an agent do that? Well, I think about a lot of things like, um, you know, there was a, a gentleman in town. And he built his entire business saying, I literally will close your listing in four weeks or waive my commission. Now for him. He had rules to it. There was some fine print, but the bottom line is he could do it. I mean, Jimmy, if you had to close every loan in 14 days, could you technically do it? Yep. You could. There'd be a lot of fine print, right? A lot of red tape, but but it caught people's eye. I'm not saying get gimmicky. Um, it, Jim's it was a way better delivery, but what I'm talking about is some people go really big gimmicky um, and, and others, it doesn't have to be complicated. It has to be real, right? How many people... Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of real estate ones. Jim, help me out with this. Yeah, you know. So value proposition for realtors, like I think there's two client, major clients, right? There's there's more than that because there's also investors, but there's sellers and there's buyers, right? That's what there is. So you're a realtor and there's a seller and there's a buyer. So if you're meeting with a listing, a seller, your value proposition should demonstrate to them why they should choose you. That's the question it answers. A value proposition answers the question, why should I choose you, Right. So, so like, let's say an example would be homes in my area are selling for 104% on average of the list price. My last 10 transactions have sold for 109% of the list price. And so on average in our sales price, that's that 5% difference is an extra $22,000 in my seller's pockets. So good. I'll show you how I do it. And then you go into things like maybe it's staging, maybe it's whatever your process is. Yes. It's so good. Thank you. Yes. So like what I learned, I mean, I I have a weird brain. I remember like only certain little things and then I apply them over and over again. And one of the simple things I learned was from the National Association of Realtors. I, I, uh, I read it. Someone was, I was at something, someone was speaking. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember where I was, 
but they had the article that they handed out and I read it. So probably because I heard it and read it, it sunk in. But they said that the number one thing that buyers and sellers want from their realtor is to demonstrate the price in writing. Either demonstrate why we should offer at this, this price or demonstrate why we should list on this price. Don't just tell me. Demonstrate. Show me the facts. Like have collateral. So it stuck with me. It stuck with me. It, 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 it's like being an attorney. It doesn't matter what you say. It only matters what you can prove. But if you have that mindset, how many more clients will you win? Because without that, what are we relying on, Todd? Charm. No, I'm charming. I'm a nice person. We're relying on charm. I really like people. But imagine if I was charming and I could prove it. Yeah. Now how many more clients do I attract? I love it. That's why so, that's how I think as a salesperson, honestly. You guys are like, let, you guys have let me wrap this up with it. Secret sauce. Yes. I'll wrap this up with a couple comments. So this story just happened two weeks ago. I have a friend of mine. She wants to sell her house for $2.1 million. The agent met with her. And I don't know if she met multiple, but this is the story she told me. I happen to know the agent. And he said, look at selling your house for $2.1 million is going to be difficult. We're transitioning into a buyer's market. But here's my plan. I'm going to take this as a pocket listing. I'm going to secretly call 20 agents that work in this area. We're going to hold some special showings, but I'm not going to list your house yet. So once these 20 people or 10 people have been through your house, then I'm going to list it. And on the same day I list it, before leading up to that date, I'm going to pre-advertise the heck out of it and make 100 phone calls and then we're going to have this big open house and I'm going to invite the 10 or 20 people that secretly looked at your house back. And when they walk into your house and see 50 people in it, thinking of making an offer, we'll bid up the price and we will find someone to get you your price. So he explained it like that. So basically he was demonstrating to her how he was going to bid up the price, even though we're in a declining market and create this frenzy so that yeah. she could get, sell her home for a little bit more than really it's worth. Yeah. So and he, she bit on the, she bid on it. He executed the plan and it worked exactly what he said. Two days after they had the big open house, they had four offers for yeah. a full price or above. So his value proposition was amazing. Like his, his tactics were amazing. But if he could quantify it with the percentage above list or whatever, that's the value proposition. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like the value proposition has to affect – you have to – in all your value propositions, you have to show them how it affects their pocketbook. Yes. 100%. What's in it for them? What's in it for them? What's in it for them? Well, and what you just did, Todd, it, what that what happens is there is a it's a true sales tactic that isn't used enough. And that is a scarcity mindset, if you will. Um, you know, hurry supplies will only last this long, limited amount of tickets. Right. And when you say, hey, we're you know, we're going to go in low to create an abundance of offers. eBay did really well. Why? Bid. Because it's bidding. 
And what do people want naturally? Auction. What you don't have. They want to win, right? And when you're bidding, you feel like all of a sudden you're yeah. in competition, yeah. not for the object, yeah. but the other people. I used yes. to win so jeans yeah. on eBay. And my husband would say, you didn't win. You yeah, bought that. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, we're on an auction for the school and, and we're at these paddles. And my wife saw, we won them all. We didn't win. We spent money. We did not win nothing. Anyway. I won the puppy. We didn't want a puppy for five grand. And that's what that agent does. So he creates a, a a win type of proposal. That's a great value proposition, right? To put that into something that quantifies the additional percentage that you get over asking. It's not that you get more than anybody else. It's the percentage over asking that you achieve. He could literally prove that or she over and over again as a realtor to sellers. Yeah, so because he knew a USP, he what was in it for him is a $60,000 commission. That's what eventually was in it for him, but how he did it was by presenting to her needs and wants. Yeah. Um, last thing so we can close out, guys. We are a mortgage company. We want to do all of your mortgages. Summit just rolled out something to help with this comp- competitive market, which is a 21-day guaranteed close, or we pay the seller $15,000. So that is a example of a USP that just came out last week. So that is a that's a big thing for you guys to sell because you want to you want to go in there with confidence saying, hey, for sure, we're going to close. Right. Because you're competing with cash. You're competing with a lot of things these days. So uh, I know that there's some transition happening in the market, but it's still very competitive out there for good property. So that's one tool in your tool belt that we can help you with as a lender partner. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy this. I want to thank Jim and Robin for always being gracious with their time and putting this on. Guys, go sell a bunch of houses so we can all do a bunch of loans. Thank you very much. Have a great month. Bye, guys.